We camped in the picturesque Madagash River Valley in northern Maine, on the Canadian border, where the inhabitants are known to outsiders as Madagashers. These are the Anglo-Saxon inheritors of ancient Indian soil once owned by the Madagash Indian tribe. I was told by a townsman that the residents prefer being called Madagashers to maniacs, which is how the rest of Maine refers to themselves. Horace Thud, author and canoe enthusiast, September 1927. Winters are long in Madagash, Maine. They are long and white and icy. They arrive when they please, body landlords, and they depart when they are ready, well-looted, leaving behind the soggy fields of molded hay, the houses peeling their summer paint, the potholes a foot deep in the one good road twisting its way to Watertown. When the winters finally leave, they leave of their own accord, and behind them lie the cabin fever dreams, those sentiments that have lain dormant as autumn seed, waiting for the right temperature, the right caress of sunlight, the proper texture of soil to sprout. And after five months of snow, what man is so hardened that he does not melt at the sight of buds on the wild cherry? What deer does not lift its ears to the first music of the old river running free again, shed of its blanket of ice? What woman does not scan the damp earth in the field near her house so closely that her eye can finally trace the ghostly outlines of cucumber beds, sweet peas, and all the fiery carrots she will grow there in a garden when the land is dry enough? When the last rooted cold leaves the earth, what child does not dust off the baseball bat, trim the string from last year's softball, and wait patiently for the muddy slush around home plate, and in the dip near second base, to go deep into the soil, to go down to ancient riverbeds and streams, and leave the field alone long enough for a few solid games of ball before school recesses for the summer? It is true in Madagash, Maine, as it is true in all the cities and towns of the world, that spring is medicinal. Spring is a messenger. Spring is a politician wanting all votes. Spring does not discriminate between the socially established families of towns and the anti-socially established, the lawfully inhabited and the unlawfully inhabited. Neither do potholes or frost heaves, and it is common knowledge in Madagash that a barrage of frost heaves on the road to Watertown will bounce all the spongy pink curls off a female McKinnon head as quickly as it will a Giffords. Potholes, born from seventy-plus tons of logging trucks loaded down with logs, if hit at even a moderate speed, will suspend the brain of any resident in its cranium for a second or two. This will happen whether the brain is full of good deeds or bad deeds. A pothole will rattle a hippocampus enough that scenes from the driver's childhood flash quickly before the eyes. Then he or she jolts out of the pothole again, out of the bleary past, still happily on the way to Watertown, 
but experiencing a bit of difficulty in recalling the errand that had precipitated the journey. The sage, who said that into every life a little rain must fall, surely suffered at least one spring in Madagash, Maine. It takes such a sage to know that with every 50,000 cherry blossoms comes a pothole. With every promise of a bountiful garden comes the looming frost heave. The spring of 1969 was not much different from any other spring, at least to the meteorologists down in faraway Bangor. But if you've wintered successfully in Madagash, or in any other snow-bogged geography, each spring is hand-picked. Each spring is best.